0: Hi, welcome to the Mastermind Project Podcast. My name is Brian McRae, I'm the founder of the Mastermind Project. And this podcast is intended to help you grow as a leader, to grow in productivity, and also to grow in relationships. Those are the three topics that we will always talk about here at the Mastermind Project. Chances are you're a small business owner or maybe a commission sales professional and you're looking to grow. And we know that growth doesn't happen accidentally, it happens intentionally. So once a month we host an event designed to help givers grow. And so that's what we're here for. And this podcast is taken from a general session of a portion of our live event, uh, which we've now gone to virtual uh, as of 2020. So if you're comfortable, please join us, feel free to join us. And you can go to www.briankmcrae.com. And you can register for our next event, which is the third Thursday of the month. So sit back and enjoy the shared learning experience here of the Mastermind Project. Today, what we're going to be doing is spending some time on the story selling side of things. And really, we want to cover three things. As you can see, we want to help you integrate stories into your daily messaging. And this is, uh, there's a guy that I, I spent some time coaching with and mentoring with. His name's Ray Edwards. And uh, Ray is a, probably one of the most preeminent copywriters around. But um, Ray, wrote, Ray put something together called uh, a pastor formula. We're going to talk about that. That's the, and then number two is uh, we're going to try to teach... How many of you have referral partners, strategic partners that refer you, an upstream referral partner that sends you constant referrals or know who that is? What we're going to try to do is help you understand how to get those. That's where your business will start to multiply is when you can get strategic relationships. Many of us get referrals from our customers. Today, we'll talk about story selling. It will help you get, it will help your clients understand what you do and refer you. um, And it will also help strategic partners understand how how, how to refer you. Because I think that's the biggest challenge. Most people don't know that referrals are important to you. They just don't know. So our communication has to come through that format of educating the people that we have relationships, whether they're customers, whether they're strategic partners. So whatever that is, we've got to be, have a good method of communicating with them. And then the six ingredient formula, we're going to cover that here today. And it's one that I've adapted from Ray uh, as, as he taught it. So sound like a good agenda today? Yeah. You guys ready to roll? Yeah. All right. So, so we're going to talk specifically um, about some su- what we call success stories. And success, I want you to be thinking for a second. I want you to think about your own business for a second. And I want you to think about somebody that you've helped. Just think about somebody that you've helped. As we go through these things, I want you to keep in mind, because that's where everything starts with you. You've probably had one success in your business of a client that you've helped. How many of you had a client that you've helped? Okay. Good. All right, if you haven't, pay attention because this might help. And by the way, if you, as we go through this and you say, I don't have a client that I've helped with, then do me a favor. If you're working at a company, borrow somebody else's client. You can still tell a story about somebody else's client if it's at the same company. So don't let that be a a limiting belief. All right, but the first thing is um, this concept that we're going to talk about today, as we walk through this, it's part of a drip campaign. So I want you to be thinking, if you've got a database, this is a great way to educate your clients on what you do and how you help it conveys what you do it also will help explain what your client transformation and this is the key most of you take what you do as ordinary but the truth of the matter is what you do is probably extraordinary to some people so that's why you have to be able to if you can convey the client the client, te- uh, the client transformation, when you're, t- when you're doing your s- telling your stories, it makes all the difference in the world. And we'll talk about that in a little bit. And then it teaches, you Now, by the way, when you see IRA, we do have, um, Don did mention we've got some cards on the table. Um, but we also have a little glossary there, if that's helpful for you. Because you're going to hear some terms around here that have kind of been part of the community for a while. They are built uh, from our Jumpstart course that, uh, that you'll hear many people saying that they've been through. Uh, in terms of trying to double their referrals. So, but uh, IRA stands for, it's a, we got any financial advisors here? Okay. okay, I see a couple. This is not the traditional IRA. It's a, I see you guys are like, <laughs> but actually, I think this IRA can probably help you fund that, the IRA that you work on. So, IRA stands for Inventory of Relational Assets. Now, because here's, what does that mean to you? What's an inventory of relational assets? Family, friends. Family, friends. Anybody you come in contact with. By the way, if you met somebody today, they should be in your inventory of relational assets. You guys agree with that? Yeah. That's why we show up here. You want to learn something and meet someone. So when you meet someone, make sure they get into your inventory of relational assets so that you can then have a system for, for, um, for working with them and enhancing that relationship. And the last thing is, is that uh, if you implement this, guaranteed it's going to help you increase your pipeline. So... Whether you have a pipeline or whether you don't have a pipeline, you start to implement this on a consistent basis and it will help you with your pipeline. All right, so I'm going to give you guys just a quick um, an overview of this. And then if you guys are okay, what we're going to do is we're actually going to dive deeper into this story selling framework. And again, it's a, a, a six, six ingredients. And the first one is you notice I asked you earlier. I want you to think about a client. I want you to think about a person. I want you to think about the problem that they were having. So think about your, a client that you've helped. Think about a person, problem that they had. And what pain were they in? Now, why do we talk about pain when it comes to telling stories?
1: To with them an What's that? on emotional
0: Connecting on the emotional level, yep. John, what'd you say?
1: We're to provide a solution to what their problem is and their pain is.
0: Yes. So, here's the difference. If you start to go through this process, what you're going to notice is do people, let me ask you this. Do people buy logically or do they buy emotionally? Okay. So, what Josh just said, we're going to try to connect with people emotionally and that is what happens through stories. So big takeaway there, people buy emotionally. They'll justify it logically, but they'll buy emotionally. So. What we want to be doing is put ourselves in the role of that person, the client that we've helped. What was the person? What was their situation? What was going on in their world? Which is the problem. And what pain were they experiencing? All right. So, and then what we want to do is just talk about the the aspirations. What were their aspirations? Or we want to amplify the pain. So anybody got an example? Can they think about somebody that they were able to help that was going through a problem that had a problem? Mike? Paying $30,000 more in taxes
1: for the last 20 years. <laughs>
0: Say that a little bit louder. <laughs> <laughs> Your cli- that client's not in the room, in by the way. My professional opinion, they were overpaying about $30,000 a year in taxes. Okay. And how did that make them feel? Well, how did it make them feel into finding out that they bought? They're happy that they are not doing it any longer. You're right. Yeah, there was a little bit of pain, definitely. What what prompted the point is what we want to do is talk about and amplify the pain. So you had a, you raised your hand. What? Uh,
1: um, having
2: so many clothes stuffed everywhere in no particular order, and can't find anything, mm-hmm. and even though they've got overflowing amounts. <laughs>
0: you looking at me? <laughs>
1: I'm just talking. To you. Yes,
0: no, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. So I think yeah, the point was you had a client and they couldn't find anything. They were getting frustrated. So what we're going to do is we want to start thinking about that as you start telling the story of somebody being unorganized. They were running late for appointments or couldn't find what they wanted for a big dinner date. So that's the type of stuff what we want to do is amplify the pain. And here's one way to do it. How did they feel? How did the client feel as they were experiencing that pain? And that will make all the difference because what we're trying to do is get to the point of we're trying to help them understand how we help. That make sense? All right. All right. So the third step of this or the third ingredient here is really the key. There's a story, there's a solution or there's a system, okay? So, the first question is, what did you do to help? If you have a system, that makes all the sense. You want to talk, start talking about the system. So, in this situation, client, uh, client had an, un, you know, was getting tired of being unorganized. They were really feeling, um, un, you know, chaotic. Yeah. They were chaotic. They didn't know where to find They had a big interview. They couldn't find their dress shoes, and they were late for that, they didn't get the job they felt horrible, they weren't sure what they were going to do. Boom. Now you come in, what did you do? That's where you start to tell what your system is. Now I'm going to hit the pause button here for a second because here's the difference. How many of you have seen uh, uh, advertising that is in your, punches you in your face about what somebody does in terms of whether they're selling vacuums, whether they're selling copiers, they come in and they just hand you a business card. If you need a copier, call me. We've had that. This is a way and what we want to do is we want to try to there's kind of two components and um anybody heard of donald miller another uh, pretty famous copywriter okay donald miller talks about being the the, being either the hero or the guide now let me just ask you when it comes to a client and service provider relationship do you want to be the hero or do you want to be the guide guide why do you want to be a guide versus a hero Yeah. Now, when you take a look at most advertising, most advertising that you see, what, is it, what does it come across as? They're trying to be the hero. Yeah. So, the, what we're trying to do, this story selling six ingredient formula is, dis, is going to give you a framework for being the guide. So, what you've done is you've identified a, a person. You've, to, you've identified what their pain is. You've said how it made them feel. And now what you're going to do is you're going to talk about what system you had in place, what solution you had in place, what did you do to help them overcome that problem? Does that make sense? Okay. So that is the key because we want to come across as most of us, especially if you're in this room, because if you're in this room, you're trying to build a business through relationships. We've talked about being a giver versus a taker. Givers want to be the guide. They don't want to be the hero. And this formula, when you go through it, and you're starting to keep this in mind in terms of your daily conversations, this will give you stories to tell when you're coming across a potential referral partner. It could be a client. Client saying, hey, I'm not sure I want to do X right now. Um, And you might say, well, I had another client in the same situation. You're able to tell a story around it. So what I want to do is um, I want you to spend some time. We talk about meeting people here. So you're going to hear something or meet someone that's going to make a difference in your business or hopefully your life. But what I want you guys to do is I want you to get to your tables and I just want you to have a conversation around these three things. So go to the person next to you and just tell them here's what I do Um, and I want you to think about a client that you were able to help, what pain were they feeling and then what did you do to help. So that's going to give you guys a little bit of a chance to connect at the table. I'm going to give you a couple minutes to do that so that you can make some connections here. So we're back. All right, how fun was that? Did you learn something? So what, uh, what, how many of you came up with a new way of talking about what you did, or what you do for a living? Is that helpful? What'd you, what'd you learn at the tables? So I see Asia shaking her head, so.
1: Yeah, just a different way to approach my story,
3: you know, not just start really negative, kind of explain, um, you know, did you know this could go awry in title, and you know ways that we can prevent it from
0: happening? That's good. All right. Anybody else? What they what they what'd you learn? There's a lot of talk in here. There had to be something. Yes.
1: <laughs> yes. two wonderful young ladies over here emphasize the fact that you've experienced things yourself, and you're telling stories to somebody else who's going through it. It's a lot easier. To connect and allow you to feel what they're feeling. You know, you yeah.
0: Can, Absolutely. That's good. All right. So these are the first three ingredients of this uh, six-part formula. So again, we got the person, we got uh, we got what their aspirations were or what are amplifying the problem, one of the two, and then their story, the solution that you put in place. It's what you do that you most sales professionals start with this. They walk into a room and they say, here's how I, you know, here's what I do. But what you wanna do is talk about, this is the chance for you to start saying, here's what happened. Now, as we go through this, we're gonna actually have an example up here that we've used on our team and I'll walk you through it. But I just want you to see the context of this um, as, we, as, we, as we progress here. So that's where we're at. Now, the next one is transformation or testimony. So what transformation did the client go through? So remember we talked about it earlier, the client transformation. This is how they felt afterwards in terms of what, how you helped someone. And it's also a testimony, which by the way is my favorite part of this. So, because the, uh, as we talk about testimonies, there's a, um, there's a phrase, how many of you like talking about yourself first of all? Anybody, raise your hand. Some of us, yes but do you like talking about yourself with customers about how good you are? We're just having this conversation. Sherry and I were just talking up here and Angie's up here shaking her head. Nobody likes to go into an appointment, not many people, but many, most of you don't like talking about what you do. So Sherry was just saying, I don't know how to, you know, I don't know how to build this around my client presentations. So when I'm talking to a client, I feel like I'm talking about myself so much and not about them. Guys, here's the key when we're talking, when we're doing some story selling. It's about the testimony. And there is a, um, in the ancient book of scripture, it says, let another praise you, not your own lips. And for those looking for the reference, it's in Proverbs. So, um, yeah. So it's, but we want, let another praise you, not your own lips. And this is what, uh, because when I started in the business, I didn't like going out and talking about myself. And when I came across this, the first time I heard about it was in seven levels of communication. And then I spent some time with some other copywriters learning how they, how they crafted it. And I'm trying to summarize this for you in these six, six simple steps. But it's interesting because I was just talking to Judy. And Judy, you and I have known each other for at least a dozen years, at least. And so if you don't mind, share the, share the story that you just shared with me.
2: But he had sent out in a monthly little tattoo a story. And the story was Mary and John wanted to buy a house. And they had small children. And Mary was worried about how she could have her house on the market and keep up with it, keeping clean with all these children. So Brian was able to find a way that they could get in their new house without selling their old house. And That made Mary and John so happy, they got the new house, then they put the old house on the market, the old house sold, they were thrilled, they had no stress, and it ended with, if you know anybody that is dealing with this kind of a situation, I'd be more than happy to help. And this was at least a dozen years ago, and I coached, and I had shared that story with so many of my clients to help them understand the power of telling the story about who
0: they help, not who they are. Mm. Thank you, Judy. So guys, here's my point. Um, and it's not necessarily, it's, it's the point that this formula works. A dozen years later, at least, or whatever. Maybe it's probably only two years, Judy. That's what I'm guessing, so. Um, but think about it. How many people are talking about what you do and how you've helped people years after you've done it? So the concept here, that I'm gonna share with you, what Judy's talking about is something called a success story that we send out to our database on a periodic, peri- uh, periodically, every four to six weeks. We talk about that inside of Jumpstart as part of building your radically referable business. You double your referrals in 84 days, send one of the, by the way, anybody know how, how long 84 days is? 12 weeks. 12 weeks. So you can send one out every four weeks and I promise you this will help you grow your, da- grow your referrals. But the point is, the testimony is the, is the big part here we want to make sure we capture a testimony. How many of you have had a client praise you? Raise your hand. Raise it high. Congratulations. Take, take ownership of that. That's a success. So when you have a client that's praising you, we're gonna go through a, another formula here to get a testimony from them, because a lot of times you're gonna ask them to send, you some, or send them something and say, could you, could you write that down for me? And guess what? How many of them do it? Not many, I see you shaking your head, you're like, yeah, they never fill out the form or they never do, so we're gonna give you a way to get this testimony because that is the foundation of your, of, of story selling, is the, is the testimonial side of it. All right, and guys, then the next thing we wanna do is we just want to ask, what, what is the important thing that they wanna, that you want them to remember that will trigger, who do they know? Who do they know? Because when you're helping somebody do something and helping them overcome, overcome they've had a problem, they didn't feel good about their problem, you help them solve it with your system, they gave you praise, now what you've got to do is ask for the, ask for the individual to, to help. Now, by the way, we're specifically referring to a written success story right now. You're gonna ask, and I'm gonna show you how that success story looks as we, uh, as we go through an example here in just a minute. But the, um, but the key here is that you're, 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 there's something you're offering. Now, in a referral-based business, now, if you're selling, you know, if you're selling a specific product and people want to buy it, this is where you put an offer in. If you're in a referral-based business, you've got to teach people how to refer you. So, but you're asking for, for introductions. Time to
1: dance.
0: <laughs> there we go. All right. And then the last one here is the response. What do you want the person that's consuming this story, specifically when it's in writing, what do you want them to do? What do you want them to do? And this is your chance to educate. Because the number one reason you're not getting referrals is what? Anybody know? You're not asking. You're not asking. Could be you're not asking. I
4: don't see that your
0: you don't? Make it easy for them. Don't make it. All those are great reasons. They just don't know. Chances are they don't know that you're in a referral based business. Do you work around saying that? But the number one reason is they just don't know. And by the way, it could be you don't ask. Um, it could be all the other reasons. But the number one reason, they just don't know that it's important. So, all right. And what we wanna do is with this response or the call to action, we want them to take some action to do something. And I'll give you guys an example of that. So, but these are the six ingredients. Does this make sense? I see some people take, by the way, take pictures all you want. As I want you to do exactly what Judy did. Take this and go implement it in your business and share it with other people. That's what we're here for. I want this to to bless your business, I want it to help your business grow, and I want you to talk to your other referral partners about how to help them grow their business. That's what this this event is all about. We want this stuff to be shared. Okay, any questions on this? Would you guys like to see an example? Yes. Okay, I'm gonna show you one very specifically. Now, by the way, I've mentioned I'm in the mortgage business. I'm just gonna share what we've done, how we've used this in the mortgage business in the past. It's probably one of the best testimonials we've gotten, Please don't hold, a, hold your, you know, the threshold. Um, so, but uh, it doesn't, it can, you know, it could be as simple as uh, like, you know, good job, could be. But what we wanna do is I'm gonna show you an example here. And so what we did is we, um, this, the first one is the P. So we put a little introductory in there, but if you focus on the second paragraph, which is right here, so we just put a little, we put a little introduction in there. And then we said, Bill, um, you know, you can, if you go through it, you've helped thousands of families, but we were sharing a story. Bill thought he should consider refinancing his home based on what he had heard about interest rates and wasn't sure. Now, by the way, if you're in the mortgage business, you know this is a while ago. So, <laughs> real estate agents know this is a while ago. Um, yes, but uh, he had heard about interest rates and wasn't sure how to do it. So, Bill was, uh, he had a situation, and then so what he did is he just wanted to complete, um, complete some home improvements. He had some, uh, some, some things that he wanted to do around his house, but he wasn't sure how to best pay for them. So that's when he contacted, so that's the, that's the problem. So how did he feel, the Amplify, how did he feel? He was overwhelmed. So he was over, overwhelmed with advice, choices, and options. He felt confused and wasn't sure the information was accurate. He felt pressure to make a good financial decision, but he also felt uninformed and uncomfortable and uncertain. He asked his financial advisor, Tony. Now, notice what we're doing here. We're, in, we're giving credit to the financial advisor who referred him to us. And Tony suggested he reach out to the McCray Mortgage Team. Okay, so we got problem. Did we amplify it? Did we talk about how, that, how, how, how Bill felt? Making sense? Okay. That's when Bill reached out, and so this is the solution, that's when Bill reached out. That's when Bill reached out and scheduled a consultation with one of our products experts, Brad. And during that consultation, Brad asked some questions about Bill's objectives. Now notice what's happening here. We're starting to walk him, we're telling a story about how we walk somebody through our system. So, develop several uh, customized options and walk through uh, a customized report for Bill. Together they discussed each option and goes on to say, so they can make a wise choice. But it's that simple. So problem, we've amplified it. We've told what system and, and what the solution was. And what's the solution here? This is the one that you guys, if you can get this one down, it's incredibly helpful. What's the solution here that's being inferred? Wise counsel. Wise counsel, yep. So, If you're in a referral-based business, I'd encourage you, there's some keys there. Number one, um, when Tony sees this, and by the way, one of the things we did is we shared it with Tony so that he knew we were giving him credit for it, but you're also saying that your business is referred to you. Okay? All right. Anybody remember what's next after the S? T. Yep, it's testimonial, and that's the, there's the verse. It's Proverbs 27, 2, I believe. So, yep. Um, but this is where the testimonial becomes so important. Now, I'm going to share this testimonial with you because when we got this, we couldn't do anything but share this story because we, you know, every, every one of us in our businesses do a great job, but very rarely do we get a testimonial. And, and when you get one, this is, how, this is the best way to use it because everything we're doing about success stories starts with the testimonial. So I want you to think about the last time a client gave you a compliment. That would be the first success story that I would focus on, as you're trying to implement this in your business. All right, here's the testimonial. This was actually from Bill. And Bill said, unbelievable how easy this was to work through the entire process. Friendly, courteous uh, resources were there throughout the entire process. Everyone took the time to answer questions we had and ensure uh, we were comfortable with everything. The online tool that uh, was used to show us our refinancing options was very helpful. And then he said, he went on to say, for me, Chick-fil-A is the barometer of what customer service looks like. And I can say without hesitation, the entire McRae Mortgage Team is on par with that organization.
1: My pleasure, pleasure. exactly.
0: (laughs) My pleasure. Great experience. So guys, you know, I'm sharing this in front of a room. If you asked me to get up and talk about how good my team is, I wouldn't do it but I can do it when a customer says it about us. And I want you to think the same thing. Some of us don't take credit for what we do enough. And when you can do it through the customer's eyes, it makes all the difference in the world. So that's what this framework does. So Angie and Sherry, when I was talking to you, it's about the customer testimonial. So, all right, so that's the T. Now here's the offer. And it's real simple. Who do you know? So we phrase it in a way, who do you know, uh, that may need help navigating a refinance or a purchase of a home? And I'll get out of the way so you guys can take pictures. (laughs) So it could be someone like Bill, a friend, or maybe a coworker. Um, Our team has a simple four-step process that will help them get the mortgage they deserve. So what we're doing is we're asking who do you know, That's that's really the offer component of what we're doing. We're asking, we're offering to help whoever they know. Okay, now here's the response. This is key. How do you want someone to respond? Now, I want you to be thinking about this. How do you typically like to receive referrals? If you're gonna build a referral-based business, you gotta know how you wanna receive referrals. How do you, how do you guys wanna receive referrals? Daily. Daily. I... How often, when, daily. Love it. That's a great answer. Nathan.
1: I try to demonstrate that back. So whether it's
0: a group text or a phone call or some sort of- It's a higher level referral. Yeah, Yeah, that's good. So, um, but Nathan, typically when you're receiving a referral, um, how do do you want to receive it and what action do you want to be able to take? And let's just talk about that one for a second. What are the options that you have in your business? The last referral you got, or the last referral you heard about, how was it referred to you? love it okay here's why this offer or or this response what we're asking them to do how many of you've heard i gave your card or i gave your name to somebody how many of you can cash that check yes not holding the breath we used to call that the be back bus they'll be back and that bus never shows up so all right but um, this is where the response comes into play. So notice what, this is what we do on our team. It's what we do whenever we're, we're having a response. We're asking them, please give us a call. So call us or email us with the name and phone number. We're asking, we're putting it out there that we want permission to reach out to someone. If you want your, inf- your referrals to increase, that would be the number one thing I would recommend whenever, somebody's, whenever you're having this conversation. Permission to reach out is always something you have to request. Your best referral partners eventually will get that and they will start giving you permission to reach out to, their, to the person that they're referring to you to. But that is number one, is get permission to reach out. So, and that's what we're doing. We're planting the stage. So if you think about this, if it's a past client, if it's a strategic partner for you, could be an, you know, an ambassador, a champion, or a potential champion like we talk about in Jumpstart, they're learning how to refer you, what they want you to do. Because if you don't put this in there, what are they going to do? Cool story. But they don't know what to do. So you've got to train your referral partners. You've got to train your clients on what to do when they come across somebody that you could help. All right. Does that make sense? What's that? Yes. Oh, the PS? Oh. Yes. Sorry. Please, uh, please feel free to give us a call at 314 220 2233 or email us. Uh, at that address and then with a name and phone number of the person you have in mind and we promise to provide the intentional service we deserve. So, um, and then we put a little PS in there whenever you have Chick-fil-A. Anybody a Chick-fil-A fan? I know we are. So um, we actually did this so it was a little fun. We don't normally have something like this on there but we just said, hey, let us know what you, respond to this with your favorite meal and we did a drawing and we sent them a Chick-fil-A. So what we were doing is really asking for two responses because we were trying to build some, some conversations. So we had, I don't know, how many responses did we have? I think we had like
2: 26 people fill out the Chick-fil-A thing and then we door dashed like six people. Yeah, <laughs> Yeah. so we had
0: fun with it. So if you get a good, you know, and by the way, not everything, we're not compared to a world-class restaurant very often. So, um, <laughs> we'll take
2: it.
0: yes, right. we'll take it. Yes. Is
2: that something that you email to?
0: So that, that's the application. So I want you to, that's a good question. Jennifer asked, she says, is that something you email? Um, so what I wanna do is I'm gonna hit the pause button before I answer that because context is important. Now, how many of you, notice what's happened here today. We talked about um, being able to use stories in your daily conversations. We talked about training your referral partners how to refer you. And then we shared a six, six ingredient formula. Does this, does this, having going through this process, will this help you talk, to, talk or integrate um, success stories into your daily conversations? Yes. I hope so. So when you're talking to a client, you're talking to a strategic partner, I mean, if you look at the elevated conversation that was happening here about 10 minutes ago, there was some conversation happening at the table that was pretty energetic, which is good news. So the context here is this framework will give you the ability to, to use and and story sell across the board. Now Jennifer asked, what do you do with this? Now this particular story, this is one implementation of a success story, story selling, and we do, we absolutely email this out. That's what Judy was referring to earlier when she said I got this years ago and I still talk about it. So my point is if you take a look and you integrate this into your business, something we've been doing for a dozen years now, It's funny how frequently we will get an email that is one year, two years old, and saying, hey, I got a question for you. Because they read them. I see Nathan shaking his head, it just happens. You implement this on a consistent basis, and the people that are in your database that are getting this information, getting this success story, will refer you. So, all right, Um, did that answer your question? Okay. Any other questions on this so far? Yes?
1: Is that something you might be to put up in a shortened version on Facebook or something?
0: Uh, yes. You absolutely could. <laughs> or LinkedIn
1: might be more appropriate. Yeah.
0: By the way, I wouldn't shorten it much.
1: So you can put the long version on Facebook. The short version has to go on LinkedIn because you get limited characters on LinkedIn.
0: Yeah. There's, a, there's another expert. I don't use
1: either very much, but it's <laughs> something I should be doing.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And you'll notice um, when we put, uh, you know, just put a little introduction in there and it works brilliantly. So, yeah, absolutely. It's something you can share all all across. Yes, Dave. What's the best way to get a testimonial? From the
1: What's
0: the best way to get a testimonial from a? Ask. Yes. Ask. Ask. <laughs> yes. Okay, that's a good question, Dave. Wow. <laughs> I don't think I, I didn't pay him anything for that. So.
4: Yes. <laughs>
0: all right, it is the number one question because we all, most of us are gonna feel incredibly awkward asking for a testimonial. Just do. Yes, Mary.
4: So, the way our office used to do it, we have a closing and, and then you were supposed to reach out to your client manager and say, well, that is not something that I am comfortable doing personally. So now our office does it. They send out something and, and ask on our behalf and it, it, I think it clearly comes
1: from the office.
0: And, and so I get. I'm so I, I think the question, or, or the point there is, is that there's something automated. And I think, you know, uh, in the Ninja system, I think they call that auto flow. So it's just something that happens automatically. Love that. There's plenty of services out there that will help you, you know, send a testimonial to your client or send a survey to your clients asking for feedback. Uh, About their experience, exactly. Um, Now, in this particular situation, what I'm about to show you is what what I would call a live. If you wanna get a a more detailed one, it's a way for you to get connected with your client, and it's a way to get a great testimonial. So if you guys are okay with that, I'm gonna share you a couple steps here to do that. As Dave said, how do you get client testimonials? So you can do something autoflow. There's a lot of services out there that will help you send a survey post-completion of whatever transaction they're in uh, that will help that and those are good. Some of the best ones that I've had have come through this process right here. Number one, think about a recent customer. Just think of one. And then ask the green light question. Does anybody remember what the green light question is? Corey's shaking his head. Anybody wanna do the green light question? So, I'll do it for you um, for the purpose of the the recording here and for you. But um, it's simply, think of a past client. Again, mortgage business. So I would just call, I'm talking to the client. Now by the way, I'm not just calling and saying, hey, how'd it go? I'm having a conversation with him, it's a relationship. So we're going through some of the, you know had a transactional conversation, hopefully about relationship, and then moving into the referral conversation, which is this right here. I'm asking the green light question, and I'm just saying, hey Bill, just out of curiosity, if you had a friend or a family member that was thinking about refinancing or maybe even buying a home, who would you recommend they call first? Now, this is a customer. Now, some of you might be saying, well, he just chose you, but guess what? What's the number one reason you don't get referred? Yeah, they don't know. They don't know. Okay, so right after this, does, do you think Bill's gonna know that referrals are important to me? He is. So if you had a friend, he's going to say, well, Brian, of course it would be you. Now, by the way, if it's not, or in this case, it would have been Brad. But if it wasn't Brad, or if it wasn't, you know, when you're talking to them, if they say it's not you, or they don't come, your name doesn't come to mind right off the bat, go figure out why that happened. Go fix your business. Because you want to have a process that creates a happy client. So they should say, so what we're doing is we're planting, we're taking taking mindshare because we're letting them know that that referral is important to us without specifically asking them. Now I kept hearing, and then by the way, some of you are great at asking for referrals. I never have been. I'm horrible at asking for referrals. But I've had a top 1% mortgage practice without being good at asking for referrals. This works. So please, I'm not judging asking referrals. I've always found it to make two people feel awkward though. So anyway, when I'm mentioning this, I use the green light question. There's so many applications to this green light question. But this is one, so when, I, when he says, well, Brian, of course it would be your team. Awesome, I'm glad to hear that. And then here's where the testimonial, get your pen out. Sound familiar, Angie? (laughs) (laughs) So, what would you say about your experience with us? What would you say about your experience? What you're trying to do is you are training this client or your strategic partner how to refer you. Because here's why. If you don't get them to say this for the first time, what's the chances they're gonna say it for the first time? Never. Never. They won't say it. They're gonna be at a party. Somebody's gonna be talking about your product or service. And one, if you haven't had this conversation with them, they won't know that that referrals are important to you. And number two, they won't know how to refer you. When you get them to spew it out of their mouth the first time, And by the way, it's gonna be some great things. You did a great job for them. They loved you. Well, this is what I would tell my friends and family about you. They're saying it out loud. It's happened for the first time. Anybody rode a bike? How'd you you, you ride a bike? You got on it for the first time. If somebody would've told you how painful it was gonna be to learn how to ride a bike, would you have done it? (laughs) So that's the important part. So the green light question, gets them, number one, if you've got a problem in your business, you're gonna find out. Yeah, the experience really wasn't that good. Go fix that problem. And that's a chance to deliver a heartfelt thank you for the feedback. It's your chance to salvage a relationship and hopefully get, keep it. You know, repair it so that they will consider you for the next transaction or referring friends and family. Because how you respond to that situation will determine some success. And that's a whole other business philosophy. But the point is, if they don't say, if they don't say you, go fix that reason. If they say you, come into this question right here. What would you say about your experience? And then take some notes. And that's the other component here. Take the notes. Take notes. How many of you like writing, your own, writing testimonials for other people? Yeah, not a lot of hands going up. But if somebody, if you gave somebody what, how they served you verbally, and then it showed up in your inbox just to approve it, what would you think? Email them and ask for their permission to use it. It's that simple, here's what I think I heard. Now what we do is we just simply say, hey, if you don't mind, we'd love to use this. Do you mind if I email this to you? I just, this is what I think I heard from you. I appreciate the kind words, express gratitude for what they've done in terms of giving you a testimonial. Those are very kind words, thank you very much. And then say, I've taken some notes here. Would it be okay if I shared this with you and if we used it in, in our marketing? Our business is referral-based and we want others to know how we serve. Can I use this? That's all we do. And we ask for their permission. So I have not had one single client or strategic partner refer or email back and say no. <laughs> not one. So, Dave, by the way, is this helpful in terms of, uh, does this make sense? Matt, go ahead. Yes, yep, absolutely. So the, the question for the record was, do you, use, do you use this for clients? So we got clients and then we also have strategic partners, ambassadors, champions for our business. Do we use it to, to, to build more of those? And the answer is of course. When one of our strategic partners has something good to say, do you mind if I take a note? <laughs> I'd love to share this. It's the, same, it's the same process and that's, I'm just trying to get you, that. the reason for sharing this is to give you a way of thinking, a process, a system for using testimonials to grow your business. It's the single most authentic way that I know of to grow a business because I'm not good about going and asking for referrals.
4: So this works great if you're gonna post on your website or use it in your own media. Like I'm a QuickBooks Pro Advisor, so they need to go on there the site themselves. So what I've done is just said, "Hey, can you do me a favor?" And then I got like five questions to kind of prompt them in that delivery.
0: So you have a you have something that gets sent out to your clients?
4: No, no. So I work with Intuit. Yep. Of course, yep. And they have to go on to the Co Advisor site mm-hmm. to refer me or give a testimonial. Okay. I can't do it for them. Okay. Um, so, I actually say, hey, can you do me a favor? I send them the actual link right to my page, and then um, I give them like five questions or things to think to help drive that thought. By the way, if you guys do Google reviews, you can send them the, co- the link that already has the coding for five stars already coded in that link. Hmm. That's so, news. Yeah, so if you, they click on it to give you a Google review, it'll automatically come up five. They
1: have to go the
0: Huh. Got it. That's good. That's a good piece. Was there, a, is there a question no embedded question, in there?
4: Is that, is that the kind of the best, cause there's really no other way to do it. So, cause I can't post it.
0: No other way to do it.
4: I can't post it for
0: them. Um, post. You, so you, oh, you,
4: yeah. So are you saying that, so is my way okay gr- or should I do what you're saying and then give it to them and say, "Here, now we'll post
0: it. Two ways. It's kind of, I'll, I'll rephrase. It's a great question. That's so, and please keep asking. That's the purpose of doing this. So number one, you're saying, you know, there's a, you've got an automated system and you've kind of helped enhance that so that you get the feedback you're looking for from that communication with them. So you've got a system that they hopefully will go in, rank you five stars, and put a testimonial. I'll be candid with you, most of the time that we see the automated ones, we see them giving us a ranking, the number of stars, but the testimonials are not very good. Now Rachel's shaking her head. Everyone that comes back, it's like, good job, or, did, you know, experience. great experience. I per- by the way, absolutely, and I love that. I love that part of it. And the context that we're talking about here is literally just it in. Okay. T- calling the client after you've helped them and just saying, "Hey, I just want to make sure it was a pleasure serving you." You know, and then you catch up with them a little bit. You ask your questions, but then you get into it, and you just simply say, "I loved helping you." By the way, if you don't mind me asking, out of curiosity, if you had somebody that was looking to have whatever your service, QuickBooks service, just out of curiosity, who would you recommend they call first? And they're gonna say, well, you did a great job. I'd of course have them. Great, if you don't mind me asking, what would, what would you say about my service and, and, or your experience with us? And then you take notes. And that's where we email it to them. Now again, please keep in mind, you're not, this is, you're not doing, you only have to do this about once a month. Take a client that said something good about you, have a phone call, and you're planting it on their brain that referrals are important to you and you're getting a great testimonial. And then, our context, what we're talking about, and you can post it, I don't know that you can post it on the website for them in that situation, yeah. Yeah,
3: you've you've gotta add this to your seminar because this is a gig economy now, and I guess a lot of people now, a lot of people have been coming to your seminar for that where this works but everybody now uses Intuit and that sort of thing or Fiverr or, fin, or FinTech or whatever and they're making it or Google yeah um, reviews and you know I I work with people who create websites and and you can't post for them so you have gotta come up with something in your uh, seminar where you help people create, and I love your idea. I, I, I tell people three questions, but five is good. You've got to yeah. help them be able to write the review the way you want it, because you can't email them back and have them do it and that sort of let thing. Me ref- gotta just,
0: let me, I didn't catch your name, I'm sorry.
3: My name is Tanya Booker.
0: Tanya, thank yeah. you. So the online portion that you're talking about and what I'm talking about here are two different things. Yeah. But two different, different things. Add it. You've add it so. Here
3: because I do what you do, but I love this. So do this portion, but then as that email, you're emailing your version mm-hmm. for permission, add in how they go, add that. Copy and paste. Yeah, that's what yeah. I Ask yeah. if this is right, yeah. if it's okay. Tell them how to do it. If they come back and say no, rework it with them and then send them the instructions again right that's what so, i'm saying but you've perfect. got to add it to your seminar though because everybody let me make a note of that <laughs> because it's a gig economy yeah and and the only way you get uh more things and, and people are making hundreds of thousands of dollars doing gigs and the only way you get up at the top is by people referring you so uh and and they you can't change it only people can do it so you've got to make it so you can tell people how
0: to do this tanya by the way i i totally understand what you're saying in terms of the gig economy i think i know what you you mean there yeah. um but the truth of the matter is here's because most people will go down this path now i am not knocking anything you're saying because that is absolutely if you're going to build it around technology you're going to need them to get out there and you're going to have to have a way to do this mm-hmm. i'll be candid with you i've been doing this 20 years I didn't have all the technology that's out there today. What I'm trying to do is give you one simple strategy that you can use foundationally to help you do both. Yeah. So, what I'm saying to you, it'll be a tragic mistake if you show up here and get a business card from somebody that was a great connection today and they don't go in your database and get something like this from you. Absolutely. That's my point. Because as it relates, I heard, uh, if anybody's heard the name Amy Porterfield, um, Amy's probably one of the top course content creators and she's a, uh, got a big social media following, but these were her words. She says, don't build, don't build your business on rented property. Everything is, now by the way, I'm not knocking social. I'm not good at it, but I will tell you it has its benefits. But the point is, all that can change. Your advertising and everything, and I'm not, again, I'm not knocking it. I'm saying in addition to, but the key component here is build your own business through a database. Because no matter what happens, that database is yours. Algorithms can change at LinkedIn, they can change at Instagram, they can change at Facebook, and change your entire business. But if you've got a database, if you've got a database of people, and again, and again, not because not, social media is awesome, but and typically what we're doing is we are marketing to strangers there versus communicating with our community. That's the difference. I'm not knocking any that. anybody that wants to go build a business on social media, it's totally cool. Um, but according to Amy, Email addresses convert four times more. Email converts, I see, I see Jennifer shaking her head, four times greater than social media. Email converts four times. So if we're applying that to this, you're more likely to get a referral from sending this out, four times more likely to get a referral from this than you are from a social media post. I'm not saying don't do social media, so.
1: I'll give you an example. So Facebook used to be a great place to have testimonials living on your page since the last couple of years. It's a great place for hackers to infiltrate your website. Yeah. yeah. So, and I'm not just meaning your accounting hack, I mean your testimonials being these random things about yep. how somebody helped you so much, blah, 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 and you can't even take them off. So that rented space quote is golden. Now, I have, you know, hundreds of testimonials. Yeah. Google and things like that as well. They both have value. But this right here, this is about building what has <coughs> been lost, which is a the grassroots way to own your business, build your business, and own your community.
0: Yep. And you don't own Facebook, right. none of us are. That's good. All right, guys, I, I would love to, but I got to get moving here on time because I want to honor your time because we got lunch, I think, coming in at some point. And um, we want to c- honor your time about being done at 1130. So I'm going to give you three steps. So we've talked about the pastor formula, that six-ingredient formula. So number one, get a testimonial. That's where it starts at least in this system, get a testimonial. Just shared with you how to get one. Number two, use the pastor formula. By the way, you don't have to be an expert copywriter. Just write. And by the way, you can probably go on... um, AI. Yeah, you can go to ChatGPT and get it done. Be careful, I'm not recommending that for this, because I tried running this one through there, and it was... uh, no. but you can also hire copywriters, Fiverr. There's all kinds of places you can go to get copywriters to look at your stuff uh, to help you write it if you want. And then the last one is just share it. Share it with the people that you already know. That's the baseline, by the way. Amazing is adding social media and all the, you know, again, marketing to people that don't know you. Totally cool. But the baseline for this is getting it out to the people that are already in your database. So. All right. That being said, was that helpful? That six. That six ingredient. Did it help? Yes. All right. How many of you are going to do it? I would love if you put your success story together. Send it to me. I'd love to look at it. I love seeing these. You know, Nancy's here. She's, she's done this a number of years. She's like, I need to get back to this. I'm like, yes, you do. She does. She does a great job with them. So, but um. So anyway, please use that formula. Send it to me, I'd love to look at it. Now, if you're interested in a roadmap for referrals, um, we talk, you heard us talk about the Academy earlier. So in the Academy, there is a course called Jump Start. Everything we have talked about today is out of this, out of this course. Guys, everything is in here. From building your vision, to creating a 12 week plan, to doubling your referrals in the next 84 years using everything that we've been talking about. Yes, I am just testing you. 12-week year and 84 weeks. By the way, you get uh, four of those in a year. Um, by the way, you don't have 84 years to double your referrals if you want to stay in business, so thank you for the correction. But um, if you're interested, I would strongly encourage. This is the best thing i put together. This is how I built a, a, a top 1% mortgage practice. I'm not bragging about it. I just want some other people to go do it. I want people like... I want people like Matt to show up and Matt already has been implementing this. He's jumped into the course, started implementing. He's about to have his best month ever. Already did. already did. Boom. Congratulations, Matt. So he's taking this stuff and implementing it in an authentic way. And it doesn't feel icky or awkward for him to go do it. That's the cool part. It's just loving on people, caring about them and asking authentic questions. So, so if you're interested, all you've got to do, I think there's some... Uh, um, QR codes, if not, you can scan that one. It's $39 a month. You're gonna get support from some other radically referable coaches. Dan is leading this call. Dan's built a successful, he's done everything in here. Done everything. And then you get to show up here and invite people to this event and help encourage them to grow their business. The number one thing you can do to build your referral partners is to encourage them to build their business. It's the number one thing you can do. And we're trying to provide content here on a monthly basis that encourages you so you can be an inspiration to others and encourage them. Does that formula make sense? So we call it study, practice, teach. I was just talking with a, a coaching client here recently, and he says, Brian, I finally got it. He said, I, I've, I've studied this stuff, I put it to practice, but it's when I started teaching that my influence built and now referral partners are seeking me out. Guys, we're trying to give you the, the formula for doing that right here. So if you're interested, you just scan that. It's $39 a month. You can cancel at any time. First thing you want to do is go in and hit the, ju- start taking the jump start course like Matt did and start building your business. So we're here to help and um, just want to share that with you. So because most of you, as it says up here, 80% of individuals don't have a system. We're giving you one that works. Well, there you have it. Another Mastermind Project podcast. We want to thank you for being here and investing in yourself. Uh, that's the key to growth because we know that growth doesn't happen accidentally. It happens intentionally. So thank you for investing in yourself. We hope that you found something here useful. As a matter of fact, it's our desire that you've heard something from this podcast that would make a difference if you implement it in your business. And we know that success favors the speed of implementation. Take a note, take action on something that you've learned here. It'll make a difference. We'd love to hear about it. So, and you can also join us and tell us a little bit about it at our next live event. And you can register for that at www.briankmcrae.com. www.briankmcrae.com. We've got our mastermind event scheduled there, and you can join us virtually uh, at our next event on the third Thursday of the month. So for this time and until next time, study things that matter, practice things that matter, and teach things that matter to people who care. Appreciate you.